this Halloween season, come to Nightmare on Edgewood, Indy's most intense haunted attraction. Experiencing number one must-see haunt in Indiana for 2017, as voted by Nationwide Scare Factor Haunt Reviews. Edgewood has tons of new features for 2017, including the expanded big-top attraction, Carnival, the haunted movie house, Midnight Double Feature, and the resurrection of the Dark Maze Insanity. You can also escape the nightmare in their two escape rooms while you're there. Nightmare on Edgewood is open every Friday and Saturday night beginning September 29th, and the season runs through November 4th. Don't miss LGBTQ Night, Thursday, October 12th from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Presented by Haunters Against Hate, part of the admission that night goes to Indiana Youth Group and the Lexington Gay Straight Alliance. For more information and to buy tickets, visit NightmareOnEdgewood.com. And follow Nightmare on Edgewood on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for weekly deals. Nightmare on Edgewood is conveniently located one mile south of 465, just east of US 31 on the Edgewood Baseball Diamonds. Nightmare on Edgewood. Sweet dreams are not made of this. And welcome to The Obsessive Viewer. Uh, we're a weekly movie and TV podcast that discusses a specific topic, whether it's a genre, trope, movie, or show, each episode. You can find more of our work at obsessiveviewer.com and also find the other Obsessive Viewer podcasts at obsessiveviewer.com slash podcasts. Um, and this is a special episode today because we're actually here at uh, Nightmare in Edgewood, a local but nationwide renowned um, haunted house uh I don't even want to say haunted house. It's it's a haunted event essentially. Um it is it is one of the most well like uh, constructed um haunts uh of the Halloween season in central Indiana and there's a lot of uh good um acclaim surrounding it. And I'm here with Danielle um who's kind of the marketing PR kind of uh, guru guru for it. Um, and so we're going to kind of do just a, a, a nice little chat about 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 it and uh, and several different other topics, I'm sure, because we're very lax here. Uh, so how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. So uh, we just got done having a meeting with all of our staff. Everyone's out here getting their room assignments, uh, figuring out where they're going to be working and uh, we're all pretty excited getting the the uh, anxiety building up for next weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So next weekend you guys open, and then you're running each weekend throughout October. Is you guys close down at, after the weekend after uh, Halloween? or We actually run the first weekend of November as Sweet. well, um, and that's where we do Lights Out. So okay. uh, it's, it's an opportunity for people who've come through and love it so much and want to come back and get a different experience. Um, awesome. So we put glow sticks around the necks of our victims who come through, and then all oh, the really? characters are in the haunted house basically with no lights on. That is incredible. Yeah. That is, uh, that's amazing. And we were walking, kind of walking through walking through and, and there are a couple different places that uh i'm told are, are new um and i mean just the <laughs> the kind of there's one section that's that's even in broad daylight like it's out it's an outdoor section but in broad daylight it's it's terrifying <laughs> like it, it has that ambiance that's that's just really really frightening um yeah so i'm i'm excited to 
have you been through before? I haven't. I think I, yeah, I think I, I think back in high school, I went through it once. Um, and that was really oddly enough, as much as I love horror movies and everything, this is, that was like the only time I really went to like a haunted house. Yeah. And I mean, it was incredible. It was, it definitely stuck with me. Does any particular experience or part of that stick out in your memory? Um, I remember that there was a display of, um, and maybe this is, yeah, I, I think it was, it was just gore, like just, yeah. just body parts yeah. uh, through it after going through like a small, like kind of almost crawling through a small, a small area. Um, that was just, it was, it was pretty terrifying. Well, and you touched on something mm-hmm. else. Uh, you said, it, you know, it's been since you were in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the 39th year yeah. that Nightmare on Edgewood has opened and we're, you know, getting excited for our 40th mm-hmm. anniversary already next year. But, That's amazing. Uh, we're the, one of the longest running haunts in the area. Um, yeah. have been around for a really long time. So that is amazing. And that's, that's such an incredible run. Cause I mean, you would think, I mean, it, it there's a lot i'm sure that there's a lot of i guess competition i'm sure that you guys have like a lot of good uh working relationships and everything with the other haunts and everything but i mean that's a long that's a long stretch of time and yep. you guys have seemed to be honing it so well and and, and uh just putting in new in, uh, new stuff we went through and saw um a particular a particular facade that i don't i don't know how much i want to give away or sure. anything but there's like the construction of it looked like out of this world it looked incredibly realistic very much uh very detailed and just incredible like as we were kind of walking past i was kind of gazing at it and like like this is probably a stretch of maybe i uh like i don't know 20 30 feet or so just of 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 walk and like i was looking i was like as as i was walking through i was like noticing like oh that's that's that little detail there and this this right here and i'm just like this and this is just a facade this is just like an entry point yeah and i was just i was just blown away you're talking about our our movie theater yes yes yeah we can talk about that okay yeah yeah the uh so old customers will remember um we always have what we've in the past called old school fright mm-hmm. um there's been a hospital scene That's um awesome. this year uh that is our theater so yes. um you're gonna kind of start out coming through the back alley of the theater and mm-hmm. coming in and checking out a few movie scenes and then you're actually going to step in to uh your your favorite scary movies and meet all very of your cool. favorite scary movie villains that's um, fantastic so yeah yeah that's very that's very exciting and obviously as an obsessive viewer i'm very excited for that yeah yeah and you were talking about the detail you know we <laughs> yeah. um Nightmare on Edgewood, we're at the Edgewood Athletic Associate, Association mm-hmm. on Indy's South Side. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, we're unique in that we don't, this, this is built and rebuilt every year. It gets yeah. torn down and then we bring it back together. And I always say it's kind of modular. Um, mm-hmm. so there are f- pieces that will be familiar to our repeat customers, but it gets rearranged and put together in a different way every year. So, um, it's a, it, it's a completely different experience every time. Um, and we bring back Uh-oh. some familiar parts and then we'll, um, bring back or get new pieces as well. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, and that's the way to do it. It's, it seems like such a great, uh, a labor of love and i know that you guys are super busy with it and everything especially in the lead up to la- launching for the for the season so i appreciate you taking yep. the time to talk to me yep. and uh so let's talk a little bit about the history because i mean it's 30 39 years worth of um 
history of it. How did how did Nightmare on Edgewood come to be, and and um, what's kind of the history of of the haunt? Yeah. Um, so the Cook brothers, Paul and Kevin, have been uh, operating Nightmare on Edgewood. I don't know the exact numbers. I think about nine or ten years now. Um, and then it was. Uh, I'm not sure who previously owned it. Um, and it it's been at this same location for almost the entire time. Um, I think the very first year it was on a farm somewhere and Mm -hmm. then moved over here. I don't know if did you have, can you speak to any of that? Um, so other than that, I don't know too much of the history. Um, other than, you know, the Edgewood athletic association graciously lets us come in and set up Mm -hmm. here every year. Um, and so we're, we're happy to support them. And, um, it's, it's been a, it's been a great, you know, it's challenging, uh, getting in here and, and building it from the ground up every yeah. year. But again, I think that lends it to some really cool creativity mm-hmm. and, um, you know, using the space and, and doing what you can with what you have. So, um, you know, for example, last year, uh, we had our new clown space, um, mm-hmm. Carn- Carn- evil, and, uh, that was inside. Um, and this year, so it was such a big hit last year. Uh, they wanted to expand on that. So nice. they actually, uh, allowed us to build a new structure um oh, out wow. back so last year that was where our old school fright was that's mm-hmm. where you met freddie and that's where you went outside and then it was camp crystal lake and um <laughs> all the the cabins and and you met jason and um so that now is where our clown house is at so we kind of built a new structure um and it's like a it's like a maze inside and um lots of fun lights and and things going on in there so um yeah that's fantastic um what what is it about what is it about scaring people that that uh, attracts you to to doing this kind of work and being involved with this kind of work yeah so i don't know if i mentioned i also um in addition to doing the marketing and and advertising and pr here i also am a, an actress oh nice i do get inside the the house and and scare people um <laughs> so this will be my third season wow. uh, acting at nightmare on edgewood and you know i've actually thought about that question a lot mm-hmm. um why, because it takes a special kind of person to mm-hmm. enjoy this work because it is really, it's really, really hard physical work. Mm-hmm. You stand in the same spot all night. You do the same thing every 60 seconds. Um, and it's yeah. physical, you know, you're jumping up and down or you're squatting down and sliding under a bed and, um, you get bruised up. Um, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, people's lips get split open and things mm-hmm. like that. So it, it, you have to really love, um, scaring people, um, getting a kick out of that (laughs) for, for one thing. Um, but then like the, I guess the greater question, you know, what, what is enjoyable about scaring Mm -hmm. people or being scared? And I I always like to say that, uh, it kind of keeps me grounded. Uh, for, for me, it's, it's very easy to distinguish between, the the pretend fake scary world you know sitting down Mm -hmm. to watch a scary movie or stepping into a haunted house it's like it's like stepping into a fantasy world Mm -hmm. and you go through that and you you let your guard down a little bit you get Mm -hmm. the adrenaline pumping and and it's really fun um but you know in the back of your mind it's all fake it's not real it's not really going to get me um and it keeps me grounded um (laughs) and and gives you perspective on the actual terrifying Mm -hmm. real world (laughs) that we live in so (laughs) it's it's just a nice escape for me you know to, to stop thinking about the day-to-day and just you know go get scared and and have a little fun and then you know if you're someone like me who enjoys going to haunted houses Mm -hmm. and and getting the adrenaline pumping it's just kind of a natural evolution uh the next thing is it's i I would say it's kind of like 
riding a roller coaster, you know, and then you get to a point, you're like, I love this roller coaster. I'm going to wait for that front seat. You ride it in the front mm-hmm. seat and you, you can never ride it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And for me, once I started acting at a haunted house, like that's, that's all I can do. I can't, wow. I can't go, I can't go back from here. So. Nice. That's, that's fantastic. That's yeah. And it, I mean, the experience of going to a haunted house is a lot like, you know, a roller coaster. It, I mean, it's it true. is, it is an attraction. It's, it's incredible. Yep. Um, so what can, what can visitors this year kind of expect? What, what are you at liberty to divulge about, mm. about the, about the haunt this year? Well, the one thing that we haven't really touched on yet that's mm-hmm. really important is that Nightmare on Edgewood is hands-on. Mm-hmm. Um, 100% of the haunt is hands-on. There are a wow. few others in central Indiana that have, you know, one or two attractions and mm-hmm. you have the option to get touched if you want and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. It, if you come to Edgewood, you will get touched. Mm-hmm. Um, you will get roughed up a little bit. Sure. Um, so I always tell people that's that's why I chose to work at Nightmare on Edgewood because mm-hmm. I always had the best time here because it was always the most authentic experience because actors can touch you. Right. You know, again, that whole like the crossing the line uh, mm-hmm. or blurring the line, I guess, between what's real and what's fake. And, you know, you're out of a commercial haunted house, you know, nothing bad is going to happen to you. But when you're getting pushed up against the wall and somebody right. has their hands around your throat, <laughs> you kind of start to question maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not going to come out of this. Okay. Yeah. But of course you always do. Oh, so, of course. um, so that's one thing that, uh, everyone should expect about coming to nightmare on Edgewood. Um, uh, we also, so we have three attractions. We've mm-hmm. talked about two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is the movie theater mm-hmm. where you meet all your favorite villains. And then the third one, the clown house that we talked about. And then in the middle uh, is called Insanity. Okay. And uh, our longtime customers will remember, uh, if I say, the dark maze. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what Insanity is. So uh, it's going to be really dark. It's a it's an assault of the senses, if you will. Um, so loud sounds, um, lots of darkness. Um contrasted with very bright lights occasionally um, and just kind of finding your way through there. So, you know, uh, I guess you should take warning if you're mm-hmm. uh, like really afraid of the dark um, and and finding your way through something that that's going to, like I said, totally assault your mm-hmm. senses. So um, those are the three different, very distinct areas mm-hmm. of Nightmare on Edgewood. Um, you get all that for the the uh, $20, $25 ticket. And then uh, we do offer VIP tickets Mm -hmm. um, and that'll put you at the head of our line. Nice. Um, So those are available. And then um, we also have uh, two escape rooms on site. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's an additional, um, I believe it's $5 ticket. Um, You can do them both if you would like. Mm -hmm. And um, so those are uh, where you, it's, if you've ever been to an escape room or anything like that, it's kind of like a shortened version of that i'm not sure if it's five or ten minutes uh you get inside the room and um you're given clues and you try and find your way out and if you do then you get a nightmare on edgewood t-shirt oh that's awesome yep nice wow so you guys have three distinct sections you also have escape rooms and stuff like and it's all it's all hands-on and everything that is i mean 
all of that I'm I'm sure sets it apart from from different Halloween uh, kind of attractions in the Indianapolis area, um, and that's just that's that's really fin- fantastic. Yep. And, and and then exciting. and then paired with our you know our experience, we've been doing this mm-hmm. for a long time. So mm-hmm. um, you know that's that's how we got the name uh, as Indy's most intense haunted house. Yeah, yeah, that, and that is that is fantastic. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys have have gotten some uh, even nationwide acclaim, haven't you? As yeah. Well? Um, is it the Scare Factor? Yeah. Um, so the Scare Factor, uh, they held a voting contest and uh, we were, uh, I, I should have studied up a little bit more, six. Uh, nice. Six in the nation. That, wow. Wow. And then, and as an industry, haunts are, I mean, massive. Like, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's a very, I mean, if it, that's nationwide that's incredible yeah yeah and they're i mean their team's been coming out and and visiting Mm -hmm. us for years and they've got uh lots of night round edgewood reviews on their website and so yeah we were um thrown in and and this voting contest and came out uh, sixth in the nation this year nice and uh our our friend chad is here from the secular perspective and he was actually telling me that uh yeah that it was referenced in uh in horror hound do you want to talk about it in the mic a little bit Hi, everybody. It's, uh, I'm glad to finally make it onto the show <laughs> after however long. Um, so a friend of mine sent this to me earlier today. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, made it. I don't know if this was just – I'm assuming it was just this month's uh, issue of Horror Hound magazine. But they did a uh, 31 Haunts in 31 Days nice. listing, I guess, the top – nationwide because our nationwide magazine um i don't think they're in any particular order but yeah you guys did get listed on here um i'll read you their blurb it's just a little quick blurb about each one but it says nightmare on edgewood in indianapolis indiana um at 35 years one of the oldest ongoing haunts in america is still one of the scariest experiences in the country balls to the wall in your face weapons grade horror they probably need to update that because <laughs> it says 35 years. Well, I think but... I wrote a press release one year that said uh, more than 35 years or something gotcha. like that. So yeah. maybe that's where they picked it up. Yeah. I have nothing else really to add right now. You've like, covered everything. Like, so, yeah. So here, here's my, uh, my appearance on the Obsessive Viewer for posterity. So. <laughs> and we'll get you on a, on a, on a more. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's just busy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So going back to just the the nature of scaring and, and fear and everything, uh, since we are a movie and TV podcast, what are some of your favorite um, horror movies or or television shows? Like what what I, what in terms of media, what what gets your mm. blood pumping and and your fear sure. triggered? Um, well, right now, um, TV wise, of course, I'm keeping up with the latest season of American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just started Colt, didn't they? Colt is yeah. the new. How's that starting out? It's good. It's nice. um, so for anybody who doesn't know much about this particular season, it begins uh, on the le- the night of the 2016 election. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where it starts. So it's very timely and relevant. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, you know, you see a lot of parallels, and then you also see it just being over dramatized. And, mm-hmm. and things so it's pretty cool i'm excited um for the record my favorite american horror story season was freak show oh um, nice yeah yeah um i never finished hotel i'm not a vampire fan ah. so hotel really turned me off and mm-hmm. uh i never finished um the second season but i, I liked coven and and freak freak show um those were my favorite seasons nice um 
And then uh, movie-wise, uh, I always say my favorite scary movie probably uh, is the old and the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, nice. Those are those are favorites. Um, I love nice. Rob Zombie. Um, <laughs> I love all of his stuff. And, uh, of course, we can't not talk about It. Right, yeah. Um, so I, think, I, I saw the new yeah. It recently, loved it, um, <laughs> and I'm currently reading the book. Nice. So, um, are you reading? Are you reading like a physical one, or are you auto audio book? No, I'm reading it. Okay. I'm, I'm old school. I got nice. it's, it's this thick. <laughs> it is a monster. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So, but I'm breezing through that because nice. man, Stephen King is just effortless uh, to read. Oh, it's yeah. And I, I mean, <laughs> I could talk for hours about Stephen King and everything. We just launched a Stephen King podcast. I'll make sure I give you the business card. Sure. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, and that that movie was was incredible. Yeah, it's, yeah I'm a and, big fan. Yeah, um, and yeah, with with other Stephen King works, do you are you do you have a favorite Stephen King? Book well, or movie? my my funny Stephen King story mm-hmm. is that um, when I was a child, uh, Pet Cemetery is what scared me oh, of yeah. scary movies. So like when I was really really little, my parents would take me to haunted houses, mm-hmm. and I was fine with it. And we'd watch you know Freddy's and Chucky movies, and you know, and I, it was all fine. And then I watched Pet Cemetery, and I was like, <laughs> nope. Um, and I, it was all the way up until you know early teenage years mm. before I started started getting back into it again. Nice. Um, I think it was when they came out with that. Uh, Sleepy Hollow uh, with Christina Ricci. Oh yeah, the Tim Burton movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's when I was like, it looks kind of interesting, and sure. and uh, that's when I started going to haunted houses again. And okay, you know, it's just always only progressed over time. So, nice. Yeah. I've I've told the story on the podcast before, and I apologize for our listeners for repeating it, but um, uh, I I got a cat a couple years ago, um, and for like I went being a big Stephen King fan, I went to the to the place that was having the adoption event with the express intention of getting a male cat and naming him church after the cat in pet cemetery um but they only had a a girl uh, a girl cat there so i was just okay and then she had the perfect name so it was pizza roll so okay yeah i can't (laughs) change that name so um but yeah but yeah i've i uh I, I, I love Stephen King and Pet Cemetery. It's interesting because um, the director and producer of, of It, uh, Andy Muschietti, and his sister is his producing partner. Um, I think it's Barbara Muschietti. Uh, they've talked very um, – they've been very vocal about how much they love Pet Cemetery and how much they would love to remake it. Oh, that would be amazing. I know, right? Yeah. And like, I mean, the <laughs> like with the success of It, I don't know what the I don't know what the the right situation is with Pet Cemetery and everything, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the behind the scenes is. But I mean, they've basically been handed the kings or the keys to the kingdom. No, yeah. no pun intended. Yeah, I mean, and because yeah. he, he's, he's he loves the, the oh, new yeah. movie. I've I've heard. Um, oh yeah, he's been you know putting red balloons in his windows <laughs> yeah. of his mansion and things like that. Oh, so yeah. yeah, that would be awesome because. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not entirely timeless movies. Right, um, right. They could stand to be updated just like, you know, they did a great job with the new It. Absolutely. Can't, can't wait for the for the second one to come Me out. Me neither. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And they did, I think they did the right thing by separating it with oh, the yeah. kid's story and the adult story. Oh, it's, yeah. Because yeah. it was uh, still two hours and 20 minutes, I think. Yeah. Um, and you're getting to the end of it and you're like... We haven't even seen them as adults yet. I know. And then it was over and I was like, okay, that's probably for the best. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. Don't rush. Don't rush perfection. Right. So. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, going back to Nightmare in Edgewood, we are actually going to be at opening at, at the opening weekend. I think we're going to be at the, there on Friday um, and we're going to kind of do a live 
podcast and everything and kind of uh, annoy the guests as they're in line. Great. Um, yeah, and we can't wait. And I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, yeah, so, so we're going to be there next weekend. And, uh, and I mean, I'm sure you're going to be seeing us going like throughout the month too because i'm sure it's going to be uh just just killer yeah you'll want to come back oh absolutely and uh what are some other things that people can can expect and and where can they find nightmare and edgewood online and how can they get tickets and everything yeah so um opening weekend is this weekend and um we uh, were open on Friday and Saturday, uh, the last weekend of September, and then every Friday and Saturday through October. Um, later in the season, we've got a couple of Thursdays, and then um, we are doing the Sunday before Halloween, mm-hmm. and then we will be open on Halloween uh, Tuesday. Nice. And then, like I mentioned earlier, the first weekend of November is mm-hmm. our lights off weekend. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, I would say just keep in touch with us on our Facebook page on our website mm-hmm. um there are occasional nights where we've got some nice fundraisers going on where you can your ticket sales will benefit different um charitable groups and things like that i do know specifically we have um an lgbtq night um, yeah. coming up i forget the exact date um but that is in conjunction with honors against hate mm-hmm. um and so uh also um be some other organizations there and um i believe the benefit the beneficiary of that night last year it was indie pride this year mm-hmm. it is iyg indian youth group um so that's a really good night um we're mm-hmm. really excited uh to be doing that with honors against hate again that's fantastic can you speak more more to that and just about what uh, how exactly it, it works and yeah everything? yeah honors against hate started because there was um unfortunately a um a haunted house uh in we'll just say in the midwest who mm-hmm. um said some unkind things about the LGBT community um, Uh online and uh, our creative director at Nightmare on Edgewood, Paul Lanner, Mm -hmm. um, he decided to form an organization that says this is not okay. And um, we're going to make we're going to put this group together um, of people who, you know, support this community and, uh, you know, also love horror. And mm-hmm. um, so he sells shirts. Um, the shirts nice. are available online. You can get them in different colors. Um, they've got a nice like, spooky skull on the face, says Honors Against Hate. And then, of course, that that money helps Honors Against Hate spread their mission, um, mm-hmm. being present at other haunted house conventions and horror conventions and things like that. So um, that is uh, October 12th uh, at Nightmare on Edgewood. Um, I think since that's from seven to 10, I believe that's a Thursday. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that is, that is a Thursday. Yep. Yeah. So head out for that um, and just keep in touch with us on Facebook, um, nightmareonedgewood.com, um, and come out and see us. Great. Yeah. And um, and that's such a fantastic thing to do for, for the LGBTQ community and everything mm-hmm. and, and, and supporting that. That's, that's fantastic because mm-hmm. Nightmare and Edgewood has such a, a, a pedigree and a long-lasting, like, like – there's a, there's a legacy to it. I mm-hmm. mean, 39 years is a long time, and it's great to have that kind of support for um, against hate and everything. That's that's really fantastic. Yeah, as uh, as the tagline says uh, for Haunters Against Hate, uh, because hate is the scariest thing of all. 
Ah, I like that. I like that. Nice. Um, And we will also be raffling off um, some stuff from for for Nightmare Nudgewood at our Shocktober Norvington event, which for listeners, again, we've been pestering you guys about this for months. It is uh, October 6th, and uh, and we will put links to all of the Nightmare Nudgewood stuff in the show notes of this episode, and we will be posting it all over the place on on social media as well. and yeah, is there any anything else uh, about the haunt that we didn't touch on, or anything else you want to talk about? No, I think I think we covered all my favorite things to talk Perfect. about. <laughs> all right, well, thank you so much for for chatting with us and 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 sitting down with us and, and talking to us about 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 this. And uh, I hope you guys have a great season, and we will definitely be seeing you several times throughout the season. I'm sure. I can't wait to scare you. <laughs> Great. All right. And uh, yeah, well, uh, that's that's it. Thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Tickets are on sale now for the fourth annual Shocktober in Irvington presented by the Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Join the hosts of the Obsessive Viewer on October 6th, 2017 for a one-night event screening of short horror films including the premiere screenings of the latest film in J.P. Lex cross-medium elsewhere world universe, the latest film from Snapshot Productions, and much more. Come celebrate the horror genre in the historic Irvington area and meet the filmmakers with live Q&As after each screening. You can also win DVDs and Blu-rays, movie-related party games, horror-themed Funko Pop figures, gift cards to Irvington businesses, and so much more. Tickets are on sale now at shocktoberinirvington.com. All proceeds go directly to the Irvington Historical Society. And we will be seeing you on the 6th of October. Thank you for listening to The Obsessive Viewer, presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. You can find more of our episodes at ovpodcast.com, and you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or anywhere else podcasts are found. If you'd like to support the show, the best and easiest way is to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. More ratings and reviews means it'll be easier for people to find the show in the highly competitive film and TV podcast genre. It also provides us with valuable feedback on the show. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, you can make a one-time PayPal donation at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate or become a patron at patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer for recurring donations with different reward tiers. Every donation goes toward paying the fees to keep the podcast running and is greatly appreciated. For official Obsessive Viewer merch, including shirts, mugs, notebooks, phone cases, and more, visit our Tee Public store. You can also buy other great Tee Public designs in our store, and we'll get a small commission on the sale. You can find a link to the store in the show notes of this episode and at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate. The Obsessive Viewer's theme song is An Eclipse of Events and is provided by Loudlike from their EP, Mistakes We Must Make. You can find that and more great music from them on iTunes and like their Facebook page at facebook.com slash loudlikemusic. Any and all feedback on the podcast is encouraged. We love to hear from you guys. You can contact us by emailing podcast at obsessiveviewer.com or by tweeting us at obsessiveviewer, at obsessivetiny, and at I am Mike White. 
You can also like us on Facebook and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash the obsessive viewer, where you can take part in discussions and polls between episodes. For more podcast content, check out Anthology, Matt's solo podcast, where he's reviewing The Twilight Zone as a first-time viewer and exploring other classic and contemporary science fiction anthology TV shows. You can find Anthology at anthologypod.com and anywhere podcasts are found. For book lovers, you can check out our sister site at obsessivebooknerd.com for book reviews, author spotlights, and a general celebration of reading. Finally, if you're philosophically curious, check out Tiny's side project podcast, The Secular Perspective, which explores the concepts of faith, religion, and existence from the perspective of secular hosts Chad and Amanda. You can find that at thesecularperspective.com and subscribe to the podcast on the app of your choice. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.